Welcome to the JV Impacts Podcast, where our mission is to impact someone's life every single day. We focus on how ordinary people become extraordinary. And here is your host, John Vasquez, the self-published author of You Must Believe Way of Life. Let's go. Welcome to the JV Impacts Podcast. We talk about motivation, health, and life. I'm your host, John Vasquez, the self-published author of the You Must Believe Way of Life. And today, I'm so honored and excited to have a special guest, international superstar with 20,000 followers on his Instagram. And he's been I've been following him on his weight loss journey down from 700 pounds. He's a true inspiration to people all over the United States and all over the country. And I'm honored to have him on our podcast today. So I'm talking about that big guy, 700. I call him an international superstar because I see the post. I see all the likes and all the engagement he has on his Instagram. And I know by watching what he's been doing, he's making a huge impact on people's lives. So I'm talking about Maynard DeLeon. He's out of Chicago. Chicago, Illinois, and I just want to introduce him. So, uh, Maynard, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first of all, you flatter me, sir. Thank <laughs> you very much. Um, well, yeah, my name is uh, Minor De Leon. Um, I am from Chicago, Illinois, born and raised. And, uh, well, yeah, I've been on my journey for almost, i say, a year and four months. I can be, I could be off a week or two, but... Uh, awesome. Know. So tell us about, so as you talked about the journey, so you started at 700 pounds, you know, what, what did, what was the shift and what was the decision-making to say, okay, I'm going to start this weight loss journey. So I know we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but tell, tell the world, you know, what was it that shifted in you? Uh, what was the deciding factor to say, you know, I'm going to go on this, this weight loss journey? Honestly, for me, it was a, um, I consider it hitting rock bottom. Um, about a year ago, you know, I got hit with a leg infection that sent me to the hospital, you know, for 10 days, I couldn't walk, I couldn't do nothing. So for 10 days, I was just laying in the bed and all I could do was look at myself, you know, in the mirror, you know, in the room that they had me in. So for 10 days straight, <clears throat> it was just going through my head, going through my head to the point where I I had a mental breakdown, a mental and emotional breakdown then. That's when I hit my rock bottom, that's when I hit my enough was enough and I am so grateful for, you know, for hitting that, you know, bottom. I'm so grateful for being at rock bottom because, you know, when you're in rock bottom, everything becomes clear. There's no ifs or buts about it. You know, it was either change my lifestyle now so I can have a future or just keep going and die at an early age of 30. So so what was it? So you said you hit rock bottom. And so what was the first decision? So you, did you get out of the hospital or what, what was next? I mean, was it the release from the hospital and you started to get a plan together? Like, how did you? After Actually, making- it was in the hospital uh, that I started uh, changing up my uh, my diet, uh, the way I ate. I started telling the nurses uh, <clears throat> who brought in the food was if they had any healthier choices and all that. So they started bringing me all the, you know, all the chicken, the fish and all that, you know, instead of the stuff I didn't eat. And uh, even when I got out the hospital, I still had maybe three to four months of recovery. So I started off real slow, like real, like I started off by just walking, you know, laps in my apartment, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Good for you, man. Good for you. And, and when you when you first got out of the hospital, I mean, what what was the like when you started doing the walks and stuff like what was your motivation? How did you keep yourself motivated? I mean, uh, you know, you're at 700 pounds. And did you set a specific goal? Uh, was there a weight loss goal or did you just say, hey, I'm just going to get started? Um, my weight loss goal was actually uh, 300 pounds. And even then I would still be obese, but it would not be as obese as I am right now. So uh, one one of the things I always talk about is like your big why, which is like 
you know, why you're doing this or like, you know, what's the reason? So there, I would always remind me like almost on a daily basis, you know, every few hours, you know, why I'm doing this, you know, why I have to lose this weight. I always reminded myself that, you know, this is a priority. Everything else around me, that comes second. My health mm-hmm. has got to be, you know, number one right now because I've neglected it for so long. So Yeah, that's powerful. You see, so you talked about your why. We talk about that a lot of JV Impacts. If your why doesn't make you cry, get a different why. So what is your why? What is your why, Maynard? So what is it that drives you? What is it that pushes you? What is it to got you got you to start walking and start moving and take this weight loss journey? Um, my biggest why is that I actually feel like I've wasted the first half of my life because of my obesity. I've always been big. I've never been small. So I don't know how it feels to be a small or not even small. I don't even know how it's to be, you know, healthy. <clears throat> so, you know, my biggest why is I actually just want to live life. Like, That's awesome. like for me, the weight loss isn't the final step. For me, the weight loss is the first step in order to get my life back. That makes sense. That's awesome. So you, so you've always had a problem with obesity your whole life, and you know that's powerful. That you said, you know, it's basically just getting your life back and feeling what it feels like to be healthy. I think a lot of people think it's just about the weight. That's what impressed me when I talked to you before, before we did the interview. Was you know, this isn't just about a weight loss goal. You know, that's what impressed me. This is about a lifestyle change and really motivating people. Now, you took a big step, right? So you get out of the hospital, you get home, you start walking. What made you decide to put it out to the world? Um, I've always heard because what you put online because it's soon it's on the internet you can never get it back so i felt like well if i do it on instagram it's like holding myself accountable for my own actions awesome and uh, it w- it was amazing at first it was just me holding myself accountable but the bl- the page blew up so quick and so fast you know and i didn't i don't know how it happened so it came from the point of me holding myself accountable to other people you know at the same time, holding my holding me accountable too. You know, it's like, so it's like the support was just amazing, and I, I loved it. I, right after start, I love the support that I got from the, you know, That's people awesome. on Instagram and all that. So even though you're getting all this encouragement, yeah, I call you the Instagram superstar. I mean, your your likes and your engagement is through the roof. Uh, your followers keep going up. You know, I found you through Possible Pat, uh, which is fantastic weight loss journey, and so that I continues. I love Possible Pat. He's, 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 he's here in Arizona. Amazing. Yeah. yeah working to get him on the podcast as well, but you're a true inspiration. And, uh, you know, one thing I wanted to ask you is I know you have all the encouragement coming in, but have you hit roadblocks? I mean, have you hit these mental, uh, you know, roadblocks where it's like, oh gosh, I can't continue to do this. And if you did, how did you get through that? Or how do you navigate through that? Because there's people listening right now and there's people on the podcast all over the world, all over the United States that, that are in the position you're in, uh, you know, maybe they, they're overweight, maybe they feel it's hopeless. And how do you help them get through those roadblocks or have you hit roadblocks on your weight loss journey? And how do you get through those i hit them all the time like all the time matter of fact i hit one today tell um, me about it i just wasn't feeling it I, i'm just getting over a cold and all that so my body's still recovering from it so my body you know it doesn't feel energized it doesn't have mm-hmm. that energy where you know what i had before the cold or anything so i hit roadblocks all the time like all the time it's and I and I always tell people, you know, it's it doesn't matter how many times you fall, all that matters is you get back up. And you know, that's my you know mentality. You know, I may fall six, seven, eight, nine times, I'm always gonna get back up. That's awesome. As long as you get back up, you can never be beat. Yeah, and I'm a strong believer in that. 
That's amazing. That it's so true, right? And I think what people think, and that this is powerful for people to listen to on the podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, is that what he said was, I think a lot of people, they hit a roadblock and they're like, oh, it's over, right? It's over. I, I'm not going to be able to do this. But what you're telling me is you just got to get back up. You just got to keep on pushing, keep on going. You're going to have the colds, right? You're going to have the flu that hits you. You're going to have financial issues. You're going to have, uh, maybe you wake up late to not do your workout, things like that. But you got to just got to keep up getting, get up getting up one more time. So I want to talk a little bit about Instagram. So what's some of the biggest inspiration you've seen out there? Is there anybody that's been really inspirational to you? And who's somebody that you feel that you're inspiring? Man, Instagram is crazy right now. I, I, I uh, like I said, my page blew up in a very you know short amount of time. So, you know, it took me a while to process everything. And uh, like, honestly, like, Everybody that like, I see on Instagram who writes me, who posts comments or whatever it may be, like like when I mean you guys are my motivation, I literally mean you guys, you know, you guys motivate me. You know, I see people putting in the work, you know, there's, there's days where like, you know, I hit those roadblocks that we talk about. Okay? Yeah. And I get online and I see these people putting in this work and it's like, man, you know, you know, what kind of hypocrite would I be if I keep promoting, you know, this, you know, this certain lifestyle when I'm not doing it, you know, no, so. You know, watching the people work out, watching the people go through it, not only by themselves, but as a community, like that drives me. And I love that. I love the fact that we can kind of feed off of each other's yeah. uh, determination or drive. And, you know, it, it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. It's an amazing thing. That's awesome. Yeah, what I love about it, social media can be a negative thing, right? And what I see is happening with people like you and, and inspirational people like you is you're bringing so much positivity and hope to people. So now, say someone is in your position, right? And so how, what, what is the first steps they should take? Like, so if they finally hit that rock bottom or whatever uh, decision they make to say, you know what, it's time to lose weight. It's time to go on this journey. What are the steps you took to build up into being in the gym? I see you, you met with the medicine ball and I see you flipping tires. And so how did you go from just walking few steps to now in the gym what did it look like the progression man like don't be fooled people this none of this shit happened overnight yeah. whatsoever you know like i said i started walking off you know walking in my apartment few laps then you know i started going around my neighborhood and then that neighborhood turned into a bigger neighborhood and one mile two miles three miles i i, I think that the longest i have I walked is four miles you know and, and it took time, you know, you got to understand, you know, you got to have patience. This will not happen overnight. And if you think it's going to happen overnight, I promise you, you're going to hit a wall hard, you know. So, you know, I'm not a patient person whatsoever, you know. So this is a learning process for me. So I'm learning as I'm going. So, you know, all I can say is, you know, be patient with it. Uh, if you like, if you're serious about making a change, the first thing I recommend cleaning out your fridge your pantry of all the bs you don't need yeah yeah powerful no, and yeah. So you talked about number one, thank you for being real with people. I think that's the key is being transparent, right? People often see the success, right? They see someone at the end of success. They don't see the hours and hours of countless effort and push that they put in to get there. Right. So what you're sharing right. with people is to be patient man. be patient. You're going to hit roadblocks. You just got to start moving, which is absolutely phenomenal. Another bit of advice I heard you say out there, first of all, clean out your fridge, right? I, I feel the same sure. way. Me and my wife right now, we go, we're on our eight week ketosis plan. We literally clean up all the carbohydrates in our house because if it's there, you're tempted, right? And you're just putting some roadblocks in front of yourself, right? Right, exactly. It's like, you know, why you why you gotta do that to yourself? It's like, you know, you're setting yourself up for failure the way I see it. 
Yeah. And so tell me, tell us a little bit about your nutrition plan. How did that evolve? So what did you start eating first? Uh, how did you learn about nutrition and you know, where did the, how did that evolve? Oh man, I knew crap about nutrition when I first started off. And like, the thing is, this isn't my first attempt trying to lose the weight. Okay. I've actually tried plenty of, plenty of times. And, uh, over the years, I you just, you learn about stuff, but you don't use it. And now that I am trying to lose the weight, like everything that I learned, everything that I really saw, everything that I, you know, I, I started using now, you know, and, uh, man, you know, it's like, like you said, so, you know, we're living in a great time, you know, social media, you can yeah. find support. We got Google, we got YouTube, you know, anything I didn't learn about nutrition, I looked up. That's awesome. You know, but, but like the first thing I cut out all the man-made foods, like everything that was man-made, nah, I got to get rid of that. You have to get rid of that because that food is addicting. If it is addicting. So you said, so do you just eat whole foods now? Is that just be whole natural foods? Pretty much. Is it, my way is if I don't cook it or I don't see it being cooked and I don't really like eating it, just so I know what's going in my body. That's fantastic. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, I know like the number one thing I hear is like, oh, well, I don't got time to be cooking like that or I don't got time. You know, well, you know, you can cook the day before and have it ready, you know, and. There are so many options that you can have to get your foods that you need in that if you find an excuse for each one of them, it's not really that you can't get the foods in. It's just that you don't want them bad enough. No, I, always a way. Always, always a way. You just got to find You just got to find the way, right? Meal prepping, you got to be prepared. And that's one big key, too, is preparation. Like you said, if you're not prepared for the day, you get into your busy day. Say you have a cold, right? You wake up late. You have a cold. You're frustrated. Convenience, right? McDonald's is there. Burger King. Everything's so easy out there. And then you're talking about meal prepping. So uh, what does it look like to meal prep? How long does it take you to meal prep your meals? Do you make all your meals the day before, a couple days before? I want to lie to you. My meal prepping game is uh, I'm... I'm getting there, okay. Uh, but usually, what I do is I do at least two to three days prior. Okay, it's just so I can have the foods, or even if I don't have foods to eat, I know where I'm gonna get my foods at, or what I'm gonna eat, or where I can cook. You know, I'm always. It's funny because I'm always I'm always thinking about food, and I'm always eating now. Like I eat more now than I did when I was, you know, not trying to lose weight. That's awesome. But the difference is I started feeding my body the, the right stuff instead of the crappy stuff, you know? Yeah, let's just talk about that. Awesome. So I want to I really look in the camera right now. Listen to what he's saying, guys. If you're listening on the podcast, he just said he's eating more often than he ate before because what, uh, you know, we were, me and my wife were talking about this just, just today, the HCG diet where they're putting people on 500 calories to try to survive, to lose weight. But it's crazy. What? But I, I wanted you to repeat that part is that he said, I'll repeat this, guys. He said he's eating more food than he did. It's the different types of food that you're eating. You know, like like I eat 2,300 2, calories a day. I eat a ton of food every day. That's a lot of food. Right. It's clean food. And you it's know? amazing. Yeah. Though. yeah. Yeah, it tastes fantastic. You know, I just had some some tuna with some organic mayonnaise. I mean, it was it tasted delicious, man. So I think a lot of people think that uh, healthy eating is uh, um, boring, uh, but it can be fun. It can be exciting. So tell tell me some of the what's some of your favorite uh, healthy foods that you like? Chicken. See, even before the weight loss, the weight loss journey, I, I've always loved chicken. So chicken is my. Uh, my food of choice, no matter what it is, no matter what vegetables I'm having, I, I want to have chicken. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I got to give it to other people. Like, I kind of had an unfair advantage when it comes to cooking and, and preparing meals because 
I grew up in a house full of people that cooked. I grew up in, you know, people who worked at restaurants. I knew about seasonings and all this and this and that. So when it was my turn to start cooking, I just started experimenting. You know, That's awesome. Like, like, just experiment, you know, because you don't know what you like. You yeah. Tried you know? Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, matter of fact, I actually uh, have one thing I don't want to share. Yeah, um, please. I was actually talking about the roadblocks that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, It's crazy when you start feeding your body the foods that it really needs. That it's it gets to a point where it starts, uh, uh, what's it called, rejecting the foods that it doesn't need. About two weeks ago, uh, I was home, I was tired, I didn't want to do nothing, so they cousin hit me up. He's like, hey, you want some food? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, what are you getting? He's like, you got some food. You got some chicken. You got some... You know, I wasn't supposed to eat it. Like I said, you know, we all hit those little blocks. And, but I couldn't keep it down. Like, wow. I just, I couldn't keep it. I couldn't keep it. Like, it was not real. It's not real food. It's processed BS. So, I like, I, I got felt sick. And I had to, you know, get rid of it. Yeah. It's like your body knows what it needs and it will tell you what it needs and it will tell you what it doesn't need. Yeah. And you said, you yeah, when we did the pre-interview, you talked about your body being a machine and you're right. When you start eating those healthy foods. So I do ketosis all week and I do a carb refeed on Saturdays and we do a junk, right. a junk carb refeed. And it's crazy how I feel on Sunday. I literally feel I don't drink alcohol, but I literally felt like when I used to back in the days, my old days, when I partied all night, I feel hungover and I feel like I got hit by a bus because I put donuts and I put cake and I put pizza in my system oh. and it literally feels like I'm hungover. And so if the food was good for you, then why the heck would I feel like I drank a whole bottle, drank a whole bottle of tequila the night before, right? So right? It just doesn't make any sense. And it's, it's, uh, but it's hard. Like you said, it's, it, it's you got to get your body to that point where it, it understands what foods to eat and so it takes a while like talk about that how long did it take for your body to get used to that i i think like well i like feeding off of what you said uh one of the i feel like one of the things that people feel is the hardest thing to lose weight is actually working out when it's not the working out is the easier part. Like, you know, when you see me flipping tires, when you see me throwing, man, listen, I'm having fun. The work is when you're in the kitchen, when you're like, you're like, man, a slice of pizza sounds awesome, but I know it's not good, you know? And it's like, you got to start making those choices. You know, you not only do you got to start making those choices, you got to be conscious about making those choices because... When you, you know, when you, when you make a habit of something, when you make it a habit of reaching in you know, the pantry for a Twinkie, you don't think about it. You just do it. You got to break that habit and you got to make new habits. Instead of reaching for that Twinkie, reach for an apple, reach for whatever vegetable it's, you know, near you. You know, you got to train your mind, you know, to like do, want this stuff, you know, and you're not going to yeah. want it at first. Sure. How did you do that though? Like, like, how did you, I mean, it's gotta be hard, man. I, I mean, it's gotta be hard. So you, you lived your life like this for, you said the first half of your life, you wanted to make this change. I mean, how long did it change and how did it, how long did it take to create a habit? And then how did you do it? I mean, so you're going into the pantry and there's a Twinkie and an apple. Like, how did you mentally do it to get yourself through it? Cause I'm sure there was roadblocks. Like you said, you've tried other diet programs. Was it the why? Was it the fact that, you know, you ended up in the hospital was it because the why was super strong this time. What was yes. it? Okay. It was because, like I said, I hit that rock bottom. I know what it felt like, and it was horrible. It was, 
honestly, it was the most horrible feeling I've ever felt. So before I reached for the Twinkie, I uh, associated that, that, you know, emotional pain, even that physical pain from my leg with the Twinkie. So it's like when I think about Twinkie now, it's like, nah, nah. it's like I, I, I mixed it with something bad to the point where I don't want it. You know, it's associated with something bad. So I don't want it. So that's the way I see with all fast food now. It's like, no, nah, I'm okay. Yeah. So if you don't mind, can we talk a little bit about, about the hospital? I mean, what, what did, what happened? No, was, what, you're breaking up just a little bit. Well, all right. Oh. Can you hear me now? Yeah. I got you much better. There we go. Awesome. Uh, well, I had a leg infection um, where it, it escalated so quickly over like a period of two days. Um, I was actually in Ohio for my nephew's graduation party, which I didn't even get to go to because I had the, a fever. Uh, that's where everything started. Uh, um, the the human body works in crazy ways. Like I, I got it. I got it from the infection. From actually, from my from my throat. I had a throat infection. I forgot what the what's it called. Strep uh, throat. Strep throat. I did not know that can get into your blood system and that can really mess you up. Uh, so I found out that and it was it wasn't fun whatsoever. Um, it was crazy because I was there and they told me, yeah, you have a leg infection. Uh, you'll be all right. Just take antibiotics. I was like, all right, cool. We good. I don't know. There's nothing to worry about. I'm happy. I'm like smiling. 20 minutes later, uh, this uh, this lady walks in and she's like, all right, we got to get you ready for operation. I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, we got to get you ready for operation. Uh, we were looking through your test, your blood, blood samples. And like, I, I forgot there was a certain name. They used a the big doctor name. All right, I'm sorry. I didn't That's okay. I don't know much of the terminologies. And uh, yeah, we, we have to make sure that the, the, the infection hasn't made it. You know, how far has it made it into your leg? Has it just gotten, you know, parts of your muscle, your knee? If it has, you got to cut it out. Has it got into your bone? If it's got into your bone, you know, we got to cut it out. He's like, oh, what do you mean you got to cut it out? He's like, yeah, it, it can, like, we, we can't let the infection go into your, uh, through your uh, vascular system or what's it called? Vas, uh, Cardiovascular, maybe? Or no? Uh, the, through your bloodstream. Through yeah. your bloodstream because it may have a chance that it can travel all the way to your heart. And when that happens, you're done for. There's no, no, we can't do nothing. Wow. So it's like, if we have to, we're going to have to cut your leg off. And I'm like, hold on. And, and like in the span of 20 minutes, I came from being happy and relieved to you may cut my leg off. And I'm like scared out of my mind. And like after like that, not even 10 minutes later, they had me in the, in the operation room, like putting me under. And luckily, thank God, or, you know, whoever was watching over me, I, made it out of you know alive you know you know i kept my leg and I, I as soon as i could start walking i told myself you know what as soon as i'm start walk i'm gonna keep on going like it was to the point where the nurses had to tell me you need to slow down you're not gonna open your stitches wow that's so, powerful so that's powerful so you talked about that piece and then the the basically the the traumatic experience of what what you went from like within 20 minutes going from it's going to be okay to now going into operation, really understanding that, oh my gosh, what's, what's about to happen. It could be life or death. What was this something that was caused by the obesity or is this just from the infection in your throat or what was it caused by the obesity or did it have something to do with it? Uh, my bad. I apologize. Sorry. It was a bit, uh, no, actually it was happening because it was just something like I, something the body does. 
But uh, the hardest part was actually the recovery because because of my obesity, mm. um, the stitches took a while to heal because my skin was just pulling on them. So it like when they took my stitches off, I literally had like decent sized holes inside uh, through my, you know, through my uh, skin and through my, my, the meat in my leg because like, because of my obesity, my leg was stretching so much. Like, like we're, I was lucky that the stitches didn't rip. Wow. Wow. That's but, yeah. So now, so now what's next for you? So, so, well, let's talk about this. So you're at, you were at 700 pounds. Where are you at now currently? I am at 560, 63, I believe. I'm not, I'm not sure. It's a total of 138 pounds lost. Nice. Nice. And so, and that was in a year, right? A year span of a year and three months around there. Yes. Awesome. So you said there's no really weight loss goal. It's just to get healthy and feel good. You said about 300 pounds. Yeah. And now it's not even that. Now it's even gotten down lower to uh, uh, 200 pounds, actually. You um, can do it. That's awesome. So, it's That's like, awesome. so let's talk about yeah. encouragement. Let's talk about encouragement. We got people listening all over the world, all over the country, all different countries. Excuse me. So what encouragement do you have for people that, that maybe feel like they're in a hopeless situation, that, that they're addicted to food? I mean, food is an addiction. That's what people don't realize. It's, it's just as bad as cocaine. It's just as bad as, as uh, heroin. It is an addiction, right? Sugar is an addiction. It's a, it's a relationship with food. And you have to break up with that with that uh, food you have to it's just like breaking up with a uh, marriage or your spouse or partner when you break up there's there's steps that you go through uh, to get to success but wh what would you say to encourage people that are in this uh, situation that they feel hopeless oh well first of all you're like i you're completely I, I completely agree i believe that food is an addiction um you know uh, we use it to cope and when we don't have it you know that device to cope it becomes harder um but uh, if I could get just one piece of advice, it would be how, how bad do you really want it? Mm. I mean, I, and I know that's, that may seem like, well, what do you mean how bad do, you, do I really want it? Like, I really want this. Like, no, like, how bad do you really want this? Like, you know, it's, it, it's going to take time. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I've, I don't, I'm. I've been lied to on my weight loss journey, yeah. so I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a lot and lots of hard work. Yeah. There's going to be times where you just want to call it quits. And, man, it's it's journey. Like I said, I'm not going to lie. It's a very it's, – it's a hard thing to go through, you know, physically and emotionally, but – it's worth it. Like, oh my God, is it worth it? Like the years that you're going to get back, you know, the happiness, you know, that you're going to get, it, it definitely outweighs everything else. So if you're sitting there hearing this, just ask yourself, like, how bad do you want this? How bad do you want it? How bad, how do, you bad want it? do you want it? Yeah, I like that. How bad do you want it? And then what's your why, right? Why are you doing this? Like, is it for health? Is it for your grandkids? Is it so you can live a longer life? I mean, I think that's really important right. too. And then you said something that's powerful. We need authenticity, especially in social media that guys, this isn't going to be an easy road, right? It's going to take breaking up with food, changing your relationship with food, right? Uh, you may have to change your uh, circle of friends, right? If they're not encouraging you and lifting you up and helping you on this weight loss journey, sometimes I would call it like, you know, cutting off the fat. You got to trim the fat around your friends because it's like some, some 
humble and encourage you, right? Have you ran into those roadblocks before where people are oh. trying to put food in your face and not helping you with the journey and saying, hey, Maynard, let's go eat dinner. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that. And, you know, you know, say anybody specific, but is there any, you know, I call them dream killers out there trying to stop you on your journey. Uh, yeah, actually, I have. And, and I know for, for me and not only for me, but for a lot of people out there, those biggest people are your own family. Mm. Like, you know, like. Like, and, and I'm not saying, you know, you should cut off your family. I mean, like, no, family is family no matter what. But it's like, you have to understand this is your journey. You know, this is your why. This is you. Like, you know, you have to make a statement where it's like, look, man, this is what I'm doing. This is not a joke. It's not a hobby. This is what I'm doing. This is who I am. Now, if you can rock with that, if you can accept that, Man, we, we could be friends. We, you know, we can be best friends. But if you're going to keep on trying to, you know, uh, set roadblocks for me here and there or not even, not even help me or, or push me in any certain way, I mean, hey, that's cool too. We're still friends and all that. But I have to distance myself away from you, away from that attitude, away from that negativity, you know. And, and that may sound selfish, and it is. But we must, we have to be selfish on this journey. You know, we have to care about each other. You know, like one of the things I have always said, you got to learn to love yourself. You know, yes. just because you love yourself doesn't mean that you can't love nobody else. Yeah. It's just means that you're willing to do whatever it takes to see yourself, you know, happier or, in a, you know, in a different place in the future. Yeah, that's amazing. So what you how you said something so powerful. You know, you, number one, you have to love yourself. Number two, you talked about the fact that maybe it's a little bit selfish, but I, I think it's the opposite too. Maybe the other person's being selfish and not supporting you on that journey, right? And maybe you have to separate yourself. But like you said, you don't have to separate the friendship, but just know that you need to distance yourself a little bit because this is your journey and this is what you're going on. If they're not going to support you on that, it's okay to separate yourself because the true people that are going to love you and care for you are going to support you on that journey. So, you know, a couple things that I've learned from you throughout the this podcast we're gonna ask you a few other questions but number one you got to love yourself number two it's going to be a long hard journey it's not going to be easy right number three you got to really identify what your why is and number four you got to surround yourself with people that will support you on this journey loving people that are going to lift you up and number five Make sure you're authentic on Instagram. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, hey, man, but I wanted to uh, ask you a few other questions. So talk to us about Chicago. So where exactly do you live in Chicago? How can people get a hold of you? I know you're on Instagram, YouTube, but give us a little uh, shout out. Chicago. Chicago's amazing. Uh, that's me being biased. I love my city. I, I love it. I grew up here. And I've been on, I've been to you know, Texas, Ohio, Indiana. Now I've been to Mexico. I've been all over Mexico. Yeah. And I, I, I always end up leaving Chicago, but I always end up coming back. Why? It's home. It's, you know, I was born and raised here. I, you know, I'm a South Side, you know. That's awesome. Um, I love Chicago. And if you guys are ever in Chicago, man, hit me up. We can definitely work out, you know. Like, it's funny. I've had people come. Like, I actually had a friend come all the way from New Zealand to meet me at the gym. You know, it's like... Yeah, you know, you want to work out, hit me up. I, I won't say no. I love a workout, and I love meeting new people. Um, as for, like, getting in touch with me, well, it's like you can hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, everything at, at that big guy 700, you know? Um, so, you know, that big guy 700, don't matter. 
So do you do, you do any type of, oh, I think I lost you. Can you hear me? Hey, what's up, buddy? You back? Apology, man. I don't know oh, what no. happened. I think my Wi-Fi went down for a little bit. I apologize. No worries. I got you back. I got you back. Well, hey, I was just telling people, uh, like, as we lost connection, that, you know, they can find you at that big guy 700 and Instagram. You said Facebook. Is YouTube the same thing? Yes. That so you uh, same connection. Well, I really, really want to say that I appreciate you. It's been awesome following your journey. And JB Impacts is going to watch you all the way, man. So I'm really, really excited. And when I'm in Chicago uh, for an event, I'm going to come do a workout with you, my friend. Oh, most definitely. And again, thank you again. You guys are actually, you know, my first podcast, so this was an awesome. honor. You know, that was awesome. Uh, thank you very much for the, you know, this opportunity and all that. My pleasure, man. We appreciate you. And uh, everybody, this will be live on Friday on YouTube and the uh, JB Impacts podcast. So we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, man. Thank you again, man. Thank All you right. again. Talk to you soon. Much Bye. love. Bye. Take it easy. Bye. That's it for today's episode. In order for us to fulfill our mission, please share this podcast with a friend so you too can impact someone's life today. Visit us at jvimpacts.com and make sure to pick up your copy of You Must Believe Way of Life. Remember, ordinary people can do extraordinary things. Talk to you soon.